0: Welcome to the Road to Growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the Road to Growth
1: with team lead of the Enriquez Group,
0: Realtor Vinny. Hi, uh, you Road to Growth listeners. Today, for a second time, but second time <laughs> is the best. We're not third time, second time. Howie Zales, founder of HJ z productions thank you howie for being here
1: hey Vinny, how are you man so sorry
0: oh no no you're perfectly fine i mean it's rolling with the punches it's funny you know there's a um so if anyone's listening and you're watching us live we were <laughs> going a little bit earlier you could tell how he was getting a little, a little hectic but you know he was keeping his composure and you know what I don't know if I was in his situation. I would be keeping it as much. I'd probably be like, "All right, I got to step out of here. I got to go." But it's you know, I mean, with the the business that you're in, right, of technology and, and film. I mean, it's everly really changing, and and if you don't keep up to date to it, I can only imagine right. how things can go pretty bad on a, uh, in a quick moment.
1: Well, to your point, you know, we were, uh, my team was doing a live stream simultaneous to us talking and, uh, they were having a problem. So he was kind of freaking out and the client was kind of freaking out, but I just stayed calm and I went through my, you know, in my brain, the protocols of what to do and said, did you do this? And I said, they said, oops. So uh we figured out what the problem was which was something really crazy uh and simple and it was an easy fix. So it's just staying calm and knowing what uh has to get done.
0: It's kind of like almost like the the system like the yes the technology might change but the systems always going to be kind of similar I guess.
1: Yep, exactly. Exactly.
0: Do you so I mean your background of of having other people be in front of camera and now yourself being in front of camera I mean, were you uh, like that at a young age? Were you, did you have a camcorder? Were you trying to get, get people out there? What, who were who you at a young age, Howie?
1: Yeah, no, uh, never in front of the camera. Um, I, 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 you know, growing up, my love was sports and mm-hmm. uh, playing sports. I knew I wanted to do, and I didn't love school, but uh, um, I, i love sports and then in high school i i needed an elective and there was a a tv production class that uh was there was a trip to nbc studios and a tour of nbc studios and to watch a tv show being taped and i said well how bad could that be right so uh i took that class fell in love with tv and i knew i had to combine uh sports and television as my career So
0: in high school, that's kind of when you, you kind of found your, your way of going. Did you think that you're going to take it to the next level in sports? I know a lot of young athletes have kind of high aspirations and it takes a little bit of time. Some people later than others to find out that's not going to happen. Did you know at a young age that you weren't going to make it to the next level?
1: i I was doing everything possible to try to make it to the next level yeah. but then reality set in you know senior year high school and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i knew i wasn't uh gonna go any further and so i said if i'm not gonna make it to yankee stadium playing i might as well get there on the tv crew somehow and uh you know fast forward Thirty years, I'm standing on in, in Yankee Stadium a few years ago, interviewing uh, behind the camera, but Reggie Jackson just thinking, "How cool is that?"
0: Now, at the the time when you fell in love with kind of production and and, and filming, probably a little bit different than what it is today. Everyone could be a basically a videographer. Everyone could be a photographer uh, because the phones that we have today were probably. I mean similar quality maybe not at that level but they're i mean you're pretty good what you have in your pocket right now so how was that trying to get it make it into the business uh back then
1: yeah it was um you know i i it's just constant perseverance right you know yeah. uh learning on the job asking a lot of questions not taking a no for an answer uh, and just learning, asking a lot of questions, not being, af- not being, uh, afraid to make a mistake, uh, and, and failing forward, learning from your mistakes and not making that same mistake twice.
0: What were some of those things that like failing forward that you're kind of doing?
1: Uh, n- first of all, when you run cable, you run cable a certain way, right? Uh, f- to a TV truck running cable backwards you do that one time and one time only you never make that mistake again because it sets everything behind. So, uh, you're allowed to make that mistake once. And, uh, so something like that. And, you know, making mistakes, I was a camera operator. So making, making mistakes behind the camera, not paying attention. Uh, and, 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 you know, if you show up unprepared or not prepared to do whatever broadcast you're doing that, that, doesn't happen too often because then you don't get called back. You're only as good as your last performance. So having that fear in the back of your mind, it, it makes you show up a hundred percent each time. So
0: when you were a, um, a camera operator, right? Was it by job by job or were you under like a, uh, like a, a contractor and then each like, each job kind of brought your team on to it, or what was? How are you getting paid at that time as a, a camera operator?
1: Oh, good question. Um, when I first started out as an independent contractor, so uh, just to uh, myself, then then we started a company, and 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 as time went by, then uh, they would pay pay my company because uh not only am I a camera operator, but my first business, HJZ Productions, we hire TV crews. To do sports and entertainment events, so camera people, audio people, replay people, utilities, things like that.
0: Is there? And I don't know if you recall, was there a a high startup cost to buy all the equipment when you're kind of a freelancer and starting your company?
1: So there's two different types of freelancers. There's like an, an owner operator, which is a camera person or an audio person, which owns their own camera or their own audio equipment. Then there's just like the regular freelancer that does sports and entertainment events where you just show up and all of the equipment is there on a big TV truck. So you don't have to, uh, own the equipment to necessarily do that job.
0: So when, when you were the original freelancer, did you not own the equipment? Guessing.
1: When I first started out, no. But okay. then, just to branch out and and have more, you know, eggs in my basket, I I did invest in equipment and did own equipment for a long period of time. Because what I would do is I, I I had cameras and lights and audio, so I would show up uh, on an NFL game with all of the equipment, and I was the camera person doing the interviews of the players, you know, a few days before the game, then a few days. F- like during the nighttime, uh before the game i'd go out and shoot scenics of the town we were in for commercial breaks and things like that and then the day of the game i'd have one of the tv truck cameras and i'd be running a camera on the sideline so i kind of did double double duty
0: was it scary when you started putting like more skin in the game of actually buying this equipment saving the money and buying it i mean was it scary going that,
1: that oh route? yeah Cause that, that becomes somewhat of a focus, right? Because yeah. you've invested money in all this equipment. Now you got to go out, uh, and sell it, right. You got to sell yourself, uh, to use the equipment to, to pay it back because TV equipment's not cheap.
0: So how are you selling yourself at that time? I mean, were you, how old were you, I guess, or how, how new? Were you uh,
1: the- let's see. Between 25 and 28, just, uh, selling myself, uh, word of mouth um okay. and doing showing up and doing a 110 job you know making mm. sure that every time i show up uh i show up a hundred percent and ready to do the job and uh you know i i don't just show up from the neck down you know what i mean that's what i tell people today don't just show up from the neck down show up mm. with you know input as part of the production
0: and I would think, I mean, each person that's running the show, right, has a different perception because I've, I mean, it's probably more so for, for I guess, for movies when you hear producers talking about or directors talking about the idea of I'm taking control. Other ones want the feedback. Same thing with leaders. You know, some people want the feedback. Some people want to basically take over. So how do you kind of understand or how did you understand of how much feedback to give and not give based off of the job that you're on? How
1: much feedback?
0: Yeah, I mean, because each person probably wants something different. Some want the feedback, some don't. I guess.
1: Yeah, well, well, in 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 TV sports, you get immediate feedback. Mm. Uh, so, and that can come a few different ways. So, the first way, if you mess up, you get yelled at instantaneously by the immediately by the director. Um, people at home might not even know there's a, a mess up, but, uh, if you mess up, you get yelled at right away. If you do a good job, they may say, Hey, great job, camera, whatever, or your name, or they use your replay and, and uh, right. And so uh, it's, it's great to have your replay used, uh, to, to help continue to tell the story and another way is uh when they go to commercial break or during halftime or post game they they have what is called like the highlight reel or the sizzle reel whatever you want to call it and uh or the rollout and your footage could be used in that as well and that's another way to get feedback positive feedback that your uh footage was used
0: so you're getting the you're getting the positive feedback i guess building the relationships and then is it I mean, like you said, word of mouth on the businesses. Is it putting bids out there? Is it taking people out to lunch, dinner? I mean, what was the process of getting more business and actually bringing more people onto your your team?
1: Yeah, I mean, when I was just a camera operator in our business, it was word of mouth. It was showing up and doing a good job, um, getting people to take a chance on on us. And now it's like, uh, and that's before social media was even like, Use right so now a lot of it is social media based uh, uh having a, a reel of what you've done uh, a lot a lot now our sales is all based on getting leads connecting with people talking to people showing them our deck showing them our reel and then showing them and explaining why they should use our company do
0: you think it was harder getting business back then without technology or harder now with maybe what seems more competition?
1: Good question. Well, I, I guess it's two different businesses. And right now our, our second business, Viridity Entertainment Services, which is like a live stream uh, hybrid right. production business, we sell bigger ticket items. So it is you know a little bit more difficult because people were spending a lot of money on these productions, so um, uh, getting getting them to see the benefit of using our company is is the trick.
0: With your your sales and kind of selling, because I mean, you brought up the idea of selling, selling yourself, selling your business on your platform. I mean, what's your process like in, in selling? Are you still doing the day to day selling, or do you have someone on your team now that's, yeah. that's doing that?
1: No, uh, I still do it. Um, And I never thought of myself as a salesperson until I read, uh, Grant Cardone's book, sell or be sold. And I Mm -hmm. never realized that everything you do in life is a sale, right? You're selling to your family, to your wife, to your husband, boyfriend, whatever, your partner, uh, and you're selling in business. And so, and I have a certain process that I go through and I don't want to come off, you know, quote, too salesy, but I want to come up come off as professional and someone that follows through. So someone doesn't even know they're being sold.
0: Mm. So the, the, um, if, if they say you're trying to find a new client right now, what would be your process? Like, of, like you said, them not knowing they're being sold.
1: Right. So, you know, making connections on LinkedIn, um, showing them, you know, uh, Connecting with them, showing them that that we have possibly a personal connection, whether it be through business or or personally, um, letting them know that we're uh, we pride ourselves on it that we're a small business, um, and then uh, and then as the face of the company, I'm involved in every step of the production uh, from beginning to end, no matter what the process is. Um, and then if you deal with billing and invoicing, you deal with one person. If you deal with, uh, our HR, it's another person, right? And, and we're a small company. So, and then we also pride ourselves that we have a team of like five or six people that are involved in all of our productions that have at least 20 to 25 years worth of experience in the broadcast, uh, industry. So, and, and, that, and we just try to let the clients know that that's, that's our, how we do things. And we have a company deck that shows, you know, who our team is. We're proud of our team and that this is why you should work with us and our team. Things how, like that.
0: How do you, how do you deal with the rejection? Because I'm, I'm guessing not everyone that you reach out to, oh, especially yeah. on LinkedIn. Oh, we not.
1: send out uh, more estimates than you can possibly imagine. Uh, You know what? If you think about every everything that gets rejected, then that's all you're gonna think about. It's it's gotta stay positive. Every, you know, um every rejected estimate is just a little uh, you know, dodge here, weave there just to get to the next level.
0: Was there and it, it doesn't sound like, at least hearing your story, that there was ever a time that you really worked in the corporate world or got the, got a steady paycheck that wasn't really never. Um never. So have you ever thought about it throughout your your career and the Actually, moments?
1: actually I shot news for a year and a half at a NBC affiliate where I was an employee. Um, and, and that's it. And that was the first two years of my career. Um, no, I've never thought about it. No.
0: No. What, what about in like, I mean, cause I'm guessing there had to be some kind of loan moments where the, the paychecks weren't as high as, as you were needing or hoping for, I mean, were there ever times where you got frustrated, thought about uh, changing paths, or was it always, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep going forward.
1: Well, the the scariest point was leaving that news job, um, deciding to go full-time freelance. And Mm. so that was 1998, Mm. 99-ish. And I I think it was like January of whatever year it was going to be. And I had 15 days lined up. I'm like, wow, this is a great start to my full-time freelance career. No sooner did I give two weeks notice to my job, all 15 days disappeared. Oh, wow. I was mortified. But if I would have let it get me down, then, you know, that's the path I would have went down, right? The negativity. I just stayed positive and the jobs kept coming. I knew I needed a certain amount of jobs per uh, month to make ends meet. And, you know, they just just kept coming because i just kept showing up and doing the job that i only know how to do
0: you, you make it sound very easy of just staying positive and i think people in the when they're in a bad situation it, it can be tough for them to stay positive what's your process like or what did you what did you go through to allow yourself to just stay positive
1: yeah um well i try to eat right eat healthy a workout every day. And don't get me wrong. I get frustrated, like no end sometimes, but, uh, having that daily workout, and to totally get your mind off things and knowing that being, you know, having health and family and friends is far more important than anything. Uh, especially work related is, you know, what keeps me grounded.
0: The, the mindset that you have of kind of like the affirmation, affirmations, the positivity, things like that, was that something that was instilled in you at a young age or is that something you kind of learned over the years?
1: I, I think it's, one, it's part of my personality too. Uh, it's definitely, uh, it was instilled with me. I read a lot um, and uh, listen to books on tape a lot, I should say. And, um, you know, knowing that what you put out to the universe is what you're going to get back and it, it's been proved to me time and time again you know
0: yeah no, i know mean, it makes sense if you talking about kind of what are you putting out where do you see yourself let's say in five years or where do you see your company in five years
1: yeah we we hope to uh you know be be scaling and um you know covid set covid set us back like everybody else a bit and we're recovering now and we're just trying to you know just each, each day, one day at a time, one day at a time, take it to the next level, one client at a time, one job by a time. And we just, uh, you know, I, we just wanna scale it to, to the next level.
0: You brought the idea of, of, of streaming, right? It, and I know you said COVID, it kind of affected you. Has it, has it affected you? I mean, I guess in the streaming part of it, I would think in a positive way, cause it seems like more things are being streamed or.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah uh, the, the the streaming business uh like took off during covid and and will only continue because i think it's it's the wave of the future um how things are going to get done whether it's sporting events talk shows concerts uh, uh you know it's the wave of the future it's it's where it's going because it's cheaper than doing broadcast television
0: yeah no it, may, it makes sense i mean if you were talking to a uh, um I mean, a young uh, camera guy. Maybe, maybe you as a young camera guy. What is there advice that you would give yourself, or maybe that young?
1: Yeah, I just actually spoke at the college I went to not long ago, and I uh, one bit of advice I told them because I, I with this whole streaming thing, I've had to learn a lot about the internet, and I was and I told everyone, you know, that TV and the internet and web and streaming it's all intertwined now it's all kind of one and the same so i i would i would take like a lot of whether it's it courses networking courses internet courses learning how the internet works from an it technical standpoint because it it are just in the infancy of it
0: do you think your the way you would have gone through your career to get to where you are would have changed a lot a little bit if it was done today compared to when you did it
1: oh good question uh sports when i was younger was my goal so that's mm-hmm. what i was striving for um so i'd say probably not
0: okay it's, it, it's is it is the way sports are being filmed kind of very similar to to where they were before
1: uh, oh yes had they're being covered uh yes okay they're only—it's only, only going to increase with the world of streaming, um, because more things will be covered now. That—that that, let, let's say like smaller track and field events that don't have the money for broadcast TV, mm. but if it costs a third of the price to stream it, then it, that can—you know—there's an avenue for it now that didn't exist prior to.
0: Makes sense to me. If if someone's listening right now and they're looking to. Uh, Get more eyes on on their platform, on their business, on whatever it might be. What's the best way for them to hear more about what you guys offer and kind of see if it might be a good fit for them? What's the best way?
1: Yeah, uh, my website, HowieZales.com. All of our companies are listed there. Um, Also, at Howard Zales on LinkedIn, uh, Howie Zales uh, on Instagram. Perfect. Any any last
0: words that you might have for maybe anyone listening or uh, just kind of thinking about
1: yeah absolutely trust your gut don't take no for an answer and you know just uh whatever it is in your mind that you want to strive for you know do it go for it
0: well I appreciate you being here Hallie we had a little a couple of hiccups (laughs) before we started getting going but you know what everything happens for a reason and I think this happened for a reason. So, anyone listening right now, if you have, if you love sports, if you love whatever it might be, maybe at the earliest point, it might not be what you're going to get yourself into, but be open. Find that new love, find that new passion, find that new thing Absolutely. that can help you get that same level of happiness. Thanks, guys. Please subscribe, please share